1: What's up, everyone, and welcome back to the program. One thing that I'm getting pretty tired of is everybody trying to blame America for its problems. Now, look, America certainly has its own issues, and we probably shouldn't be involved in so much adventurism around the world. But to try and frame the conversation like America is responsible for all the ills around the world is not only dishonest, It's straight up stupid. All those same people would be crying from the rooftops if America completely pulled itself back from the rest of the world and didn't get involved. So it's never going to be good enough. And that's because these people who are firing off these criticisms are just straight up anti-American and there's no other way to put it. And I'm just tired of it. There is so much anti-Americanism going on and so many stupid ass morons spouting it off and then other people lapping it up, like it's a okay The funny part is, most of these people have no idea about anywhere else on the map, can't even point out most countries on a map, have no idea about their geopolitical situation, but they're out here talking about how bad America is. Here's an idea. Ask yourself, how many people are sneaking into America right now as we speak? And then ask yourself, how many Americans are trying to sneak out of America? Not very many, are there? So the whole entire conversation, trying to put all the blame on America, is ridiculous. And those voices have certainly been amplified by what's going on in Gaza. And the truth is, all these people that are being super critical of Israel and the stuff that they're saying is nothing more than a dog whistle, the same kind of stuff that actual full-on anti-Semites have been saying, just a watered-down version. And make no mistake, a lot of that has to do with their hatred of America as well. And it's always the same people behind all this shit, right? Always the same people behind these protests. Always the same people behind all of this unrest. And a lot of them reside in academia. And I have my problems with academia as it is, considering the way that they whitewashed and white-gloved Jeffrey Epstein and took his money. So I have my issues with academia as it is. But when you look at these vile ass people that are in charge of these so-called pro-Palestinian protests, which are really just nothing more than an event for all of the dum-dums to get together and express their hatred of America, that's what it really is. And don't get it twisted. I'm not saying people shouldn't be able to do that. They should. If you want to burn a flag, you want to act like a fool, that's your business. But don't run around and blame America because these other countries can't get it together. So... I've always been of the mind that I say that America does pull back. You don't want Americans help. That's cool. Plenty of other things here in America that we could be spending these American dollars on. And I'm all for America not dropping bombs on people all over the world. I'm all for it. But that also means I don't want anybody coming and crying to us when there's atrocities. You folks are going to have to figure it out. Oh, we don't want America involved. Well, that means America not involved. No more aid. No more earthquake relief. None of it. Because if it's fuck me, then it's fuck you. And at this point, I'm starting to feel like that. Today's article is from Al Jazeera and the headline, Western Narcissism and Support for Genocidal Israel Go Hand in Hand. This article was authored by Donald Earl Collins. And I shouldn't have to tell you, he's a professor. For more than four months now, the United States, the United Kingdom, and other Western countries have been staunchly supporting Israel's war on Gaza. Well, during that same period of time, in other Islamic countries, there are all kinds of atrocities taking place. All kinds of genocides, if you will. Go and take a look at what's going on in Darfur. Where is all of the outrage? Where is everybody going crazy about that? Oh, that's right. There's no Jews involved. And the Americans aren't there. So you can't really manufacture the outrage, can you? Because make no mistake, a lot of this bullshit is manufactured outrage with one single purpose, to disrupt the current order into something else. As of now, the Israeli army has killed more than 28,000 Palestinians, including more than 12,000 children, according to the reports coming from Hamas themselves. Now look, I'm not saying that the Israelis haven't went ham in Gaza, they have. They have absolutely dropped all kinds of ordnance on Gaza. They have absolutely been heavy-handed. But guess what, if you run up to the biggest dude in the neighborhood and you punch him in the face, what do you think's going to happen, man? Like, for real, these dudes invade on October 7th, and I don't care what the justification is, there's going to be blowback, and they might not have thought that the blowback was going to be this severe, but guess what, surprise, it is, so now they're going to have to deal with it. And as far as the Israeli government goes, they have to make sure that they are not indiscriminately killing children, that they are not indiscriminately, you know, blowing up civilians. But we have to remember that this is war. And when you're in a war zone, collateral damage and shit happens. I've already talked about the international rules of war. Go back and check out the article. On January 26, the International Court of Justice ruled that at least some of the acts and omissions alleged by South Africa to have been committed by Israel in Gaza appear to be capable of falling within the provisions of the Genocidal Convention, and that South Africa's claim that Israel is committing genocidal acts is plausible. Nevertheless, the West continued to stand by Israel. Plausible, could be, might be, nothing's been proven, So stop trying to pitch propaganda to people. We're not going to know the true extent of war crimes one way or the other until this operation ceases and we can have independent people hit the ground. So stop bullshitting people, okay? Stop with the nonsense and stop with the rage porn to get people fired up. You're going to get people hurt. That's what's going to happen. I'm already seeing it. The absolute disrespect that I have seen for Jewish people recently is mind-boggling and disgusting. People really need to wake up to the true disgustingness and propaganda that's coming from sources like Al Jazeera. Then, when Israel alleged that employees of the United Nations Relief and Workers Agency for Palestine Refugees in the Near East were linked to Hamas, the U.S., the U.K., Germany, and more than a dozen other countries suspended their funding as Palestinians in Gaza faced starvation. So, where is the responsibility of the Arab world? Everybody wants to talk about America this, America that. Where's the Arab world? They're not dropping any food in there. They're not demanding that they have any kind of international humanitarian aid lined up. Oh, they might be, you know, bitching and moaning for their people on the street. But what sort of action have they really taken? What sort of real negotiations are underway? There are no real negotiations underway. And Saudi Arabia, stop it. You think Saudi Arabia gives a shit about the Palestinians? They do not. They care about making sure that the Iranians do not continue to increase their foothold. That's what they care about. And before everybody was out here talking about, oh, well, the Houthis this, the Houthis that, the Houthis were getting a bunch of bombs dropped on them by the Saudi Arabians. Don't you remember that genocide we were talking about? Oh, that's not a genocide anymore, though, huh? I guess we should just forget about what's going on in Yemen and we'll just focus on Gaza. Despite Western complicity in actions, The world's top court is recognizing as genocidal. The West still assigns itself all manner of superiority in civilized societal behavior. Western countries still honor themselves as the good guys. Well, I got news for you, buddy. Okay? The Palestinians aren't the good guys. They voted for Hamas. And Lord knows all we hear out of the media is how stupid people are for supporting this candidate or that candidate. So the Palestinians aren't held to the same standard? And if you think that Hamas are the good guys, well, we're just never going to agree. Because Hamas, breaking news, they're terrorists, not good guys. And I don't just mean terrorists against the Israeli people. I mean against their own people as well. I got in trouble many times for saying you don't have to be a Jew to be a Zionist. And I am a Zionist. I make no apologies for that. That's a reality. President Joe Biden said in a speech at a private campaign reception in Massachusetts in early December when the death toll in Gaza already stood at 16,200. We've Americans never thought anything is beyond our capacity, from curing cancer this time around to everything we've ever done. I really mean it, he added. Joe Biden's lucky he can string two words together, so I highly doubt that he put that together himself. Either way, probably not a good idea for an American president to talk about being a Zionist. And for me, you don't have to be a Zionist. You don't even have to be somebody who is friendly to the Israeli government. Right is right, wrong is wrong. I believe that some actions are just. And if you creep over a fence and start murdering people in their bed, you start raping women and kidnapping people, don't come crying to me when you start getting your ass whipped. Cause and effect, my friends. Like I said, walk up to the biggest dude in the neighborhood, punch him in the face, and then see what happens. And if you start crying... I'm pretty sure everybody around you is going to laugh at you. It takes a special kind of narcissism for a world leader to declare himself a 50-year-long adherent to a white supremacist ideology that excuses apartheid, settler colonialism, and genocide, and then turn to the greatness of the U.S. and all its possibilities, as if the U.S. has only been sprinkling pixie dust around the world and not intervening with brutal military and economic power over the past 130 years. And that right there gets to the heart of it. This is what is really driving people like this. They believe that America is the entity that has really driven all of these ills around the world. And they're so fucking far off base. They are so off base. Learn some history. Learn some basic history that's not massaged by your bias. And not only your bias, but your straight up hatred of America. Because he's one of them. The author of this piece is straight up a hater of America... One of these people that believes America's involved in colonialism, imperialism. I mean, for real. Imagine if America ever actually took the gloves off and put an ass whooping on somebody. All the crying and the complaining and all the whinging. Enough is enough, man. The rest of the world, especially the Arab world and the people supporting them, they need to chin the fuck up. You want to get out here and act like an adult? You want to get out here and act like a big boy on the block? Well, time to man the fuck up. And you have to realize that your actions have consequences as well. What Hamas and these terrorist groups have always relied on was propaganda. So anytime that they'd strike Israel, they'd rely on the propaganda in the Western media, giving them cover to do so. Because if Israel struck back too harshly, well, you know the result. All of this same shit. Now, this has all just been magnified because Israel this time, they took the gloves off. They're not, you know, just using an air campaign. They have went into Gaza, and they are putting foot to ass. So now, of course, that's too far. They've went too far. But at some point, enough is enough. And for all of these fucking Marxists out here, like the dude who wrote this article, I see right through what you're up to, homie. Other people might not. You might be out here stroking the emotions of other people, but not this, Pizon. But the U.S. president is not alone in his self-delusion. At the conservative Friends of Israel gathering in London last month, UK Prime Minister Rishi Sunak showed unwavering support for Israeli attacks on Gaza and the West Bank. There is a horrific irony in Israel of all countries being accused of genocide, Sunak said, labeling South Africa's case against Israel completely unjustified. And furthermore, with South Africa, really? You mean to tell me people who still have rolling blackouts every five minutes and have a spate of farmers being murdered for no reason has the audacity to really go to the UN and start spouting all this shit. It's like when turkey pipes up. Bro, you guys were involved in one of the most brutal genocides in recent memory, and you haven't been held accountable for it, but you're out here talking about somebody else is engaged in a genocide? Take a step back, bro, and put down the toad venom. It is too early for you to be getting high. Biden, Sunak, et al., still believe that As the leaders of the developed world, they're making understandable rational choices when they are fighting wars and killing people in the name of self-defense or under the guise of fighting terrorism. So what this guy doesn't say though, is if that wasn't happening, do you really think that Iran would just be hanging out having a good time? Yeah, Iran's not going to go steamroll anybody. What does he even mean by all of this, under the guise of fighting terrorism? And look, I've been on the record plenty of times. I am not a fan of what America did in response to 9-11. Invading Iraq was a terrible idea. A terrible idea. But with that said, the nonsense that this dude is spewing is straight up propaganda. This is no different than the kind of shit you would hear from a virulent anti-Semitic, somebody who denies the Holocaust, somebody who, you know, doesn't believe any of it happened and that it's all overblown. This is the same exact stuff. Just water down a little bit. So it boggles my mind that all of these people that were so up in arms with something like, say, Charlottesville, all of a sudden have no care in the world with this sort of rhetoric. This is dangerous rhetoric that's going to lead to people getting hurt.
0: It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?
1: Despite the protest of tens of millions of people around the world and the deaths of tens of thousands of Palestinians, the raising of Gaza and other crimes against humanity, the disregard for the ongoing war in Sudan and the conflict in the Democratic Republic of the Congo, Western leaders still believe Western capitalism and democratic institutions will save the world. What did I tell you? This unabashed, ridiculous-ass, punk-ass communist is just trying to reset the order. And the way to do that is to infiltrate from the inside and to cause chaos. Just like their buddy Mark said. Oh, Mark said that capitalism would never fall from outside forces. It would be from the inside, right? And that's what they're doing. There is no doubt. They're trying to erode the trust. They're trying to erode the faith that the people have in the system. And they're trying to set it up as America being the bad guy. And they've been very, very successful doing that with younger generations. And that's because the propaganda is real on these college campuses. And when you have people like this as the professors on these campuses, well, does it come as a shock? In his book, The Clash of Civilizations, 1996, the late political scientist Samuel Huntington warned about the dangers of the Western delusion that the rest of the world should embrace its purported values. Nah, maybe we should all be Chinese, right? Maybe we should all just embrace what the CCP is up to and get on with it. Is that what you want? What the fuck other order is out there, buddy? Can you show me a better order? Because there isn't one. You're going to point to Scandinavia? Well, they'll tell you that you're stupid because they're capitalists too. I don't understand what this guy is getting at. What other order is there? Can you point me to a country where everything's so much better, where everything's so much rosier than here in America? No, you can't do that. Nobody can. And if you need some proof, just go down to the southern border and look at everybody trying to sneak the fuck in. But what Huntington didn't understand about the West's quest for a one-world civilization is that today's resentments toward it didn't start in the post-Cold World era of the 1990s. They are a response to the trail of death, destruction, and devouring of resources that Westerners have left behind ever since Christopher Columbus made his way to the Western Hemisphere and Vasco da Gama found a route around Africa to South Asia both in the 1490s. Yeah, because there was no atrocities happening, anywhere until that happened until Christopher Columbus showed up in the Americas pretty peaceful place nobody was you know killing each other or sacrificing each other or having any kind of tribalistic warfare so how about you frame the conversation correctly and furthermore let's go all the way back if you really want to get down to it if you really want to get down to it we're all colonialists that's right all of us you know why we're human right well we took the land from the Neanderthals so guess what we're all colonialists So chew on that one for a little while. The rest of the world has been the West source of plunder, first through the pillage of gold and silver and gems from newly invaded lands, then through the enslavement of millions of indigenous, African, and Asian peoples, and finally through the conquest of the old empires of the East. How about when people from Asia invaded Europe? Oh, we're not going to talk about the Mongolians or the Huns or countless others? Or how about the Turks who made it all the way to fucking Venice? Nah, we'll just forget about all that stuff, you know, because it was all about aggression from the West. Now, after all of this, I guess I'm gonna have to go back and we're gonna have to break down the Crusades for those in the back of the room who might not know what the fuck they're talking about either. I think we'll do that too. This belief in Western civilization as superior and righteous because of its whiteness is so ingrained in its culture that young people in the West grow up without anyone in their lives ever questioning it. That is, until someone, like me, as a history professor, comes along and confronts this fundamental belief. What a bunch of bullshit. I don't know anyone who sits around and says, oh, well, the West is great because it's white, and that sort of shit right there, again, just shows you what this guy really means. And all of this that's going on in Gaza, it's nothing more than a vehicle for him to advance his hatred of America, and not only America, but Americans. Let's not forget that. That's what he's talking about, really. And it's funny that he admits what I was saying right here in the article. He admits that a lot of these young kids never ran into somebody like him before. Well, yeah, that's because you're batshit crazy, you coffee shop revolutionary, you propaganda spitting, American hating, Marxist douchebomb. In my many years of teaching history, my own students have often gotten into it with me over my supposition that Western civilization is a contradictory term. But the Aztecs practiced human sacrifice, one student yelped, while a commerce student with a raised hand said, it's unfortunate that atrocities happened to the natives, but it's insulting to compare what the Spanish did to what happened to Rome. That was the strong pushback I received from a student in one of my world history courses a few years back when I spoke of the barbarity of the Spanish conquest of the Aztecs and the Inca in the 16th century, and the similarities between those invasions and the Vandals and Visigoth tribes who helped end the Western Roman Empire. Well, Mr. Big Shot History Teacher, I don't have to go all the way back to the Roman Empire. Why don't we go back to the 17th century and talk about the Iroquois and how they effectively destroyed several large tribal confederacies, including the Mohicans, the Huron, the Neutral, the Erie, and the Sasaquonic. You want to talk about that a little bit? Or maybe how they destroyed the northern Algonquins. We could talk about that too, because I know my history. People like this crack me up. What they expect is everybody to come into them as a clean slate, and then they're going to be able to pace them and mold them how they want. And that is into a nice little Marxist, or, like I like to call them, red diaper doper babies. And by the way, if you haven't figured it out, I'm not a big fan of communism. I pointed out that the achievements of the civilizations destroyed, and the conquistadors, and the Spanish priests, burning nearly all Mayan writings, Desecrating Mexico, Mayan, and Inca temples, and forcing the population into slavery and Christianity. I have also endured vitriol from students unwilling to even consider the possibility that the U.S. and the West, having engaged in barbaric behavior with their own populations and across the globe, might do so in the near future. Well, look, there's no doubt I don't trust the government, per se. But to frame it as America is the evil in the world is just not correct. It is lacks credibility, and it's not something that even begins during true. Now, if you want to say America has played its part, 100%, but I'm not going to sit here and let some Marxist try and frame the whole ass country as evil, as a country full of people who want to see bad things happen to people. If that was the case, do you think our tax dollars would be getting spent overseas the way they do? America is the most generous country in the history of the world and it's not even a debate. It is impossible because no civilized society wants it happening to them. One student said years ago, Americans would never take up arms against the government, especially with our military. It isn't rational. We wouldn't be stupid enough to make this mistake again. Our military would crush any insurrection is what another student blurted out in the past year despite evidence of the opposite with the insurrection at the U.S. Capitol building on January 6, 2021. Well, if this propagandist is calling it an insurrection, then I'm going the complete other way. Some students were too deep in their belief of the West as a positive force to consider the apocalypse it visited upon 60 million indigenous people, wiping out up to 90% of the population within 100 years of Columbus's first contact. Well, okay, so maybe Europe should blame Turkey and Anatolia for the Black Plague. That's how the Black Plague got to Europe, right? It came on ships to Venice the whole, the whole flip. It's so stupid, this is revisionist history. We're going to talk about what happened all the way back in the year 1492 as if anyone alive today had anything to do with that. And furthermore, I don't know one single person that would be okay with it today. I don't know anyone sitting around saying, oh yeah how can we go and screw the natives? Not one single person. We couldn't even discuss the other genocides wrought in the name of empire, colonialism, and capitalism, the 165 million South Asians and British starved, murdered, or worked to death between 1880 and 1920, or the estimated 10 million Congolese and Belgians exterminated, or the genocide of up to 100,000 Herero and Nama people by German forces in Namibia between 1904 and 1908. Hmm, I wonder why he didn't bring up Turkey. How many Armenians were killed by Turkey? How many Greeks? We're talking about the year 1922, right? Oh, we don't want to talk about that because it's not his targeted people doing it and it doesn't fit his narrative of white colonialist enslavers because we all know that the Turks are anything but that. The Turks were as colonialist as it comes and never mind the rest of the Arab world. The rest of the Arab world, they converted everybody to Islam at the point of a sword. What, you think the Persians wanted to give up? Their religions, you think that the Egyptians went along willingly? Everything that you have as far as the world of Islam came at the point of a sword. So if you want to talk about colonialism, there's a great place to start. My students' belief in Western rationality remained strong even when the carnage of World War I and II was brought up. In those conflicts, as many as 90 million civilians and service members were killed among them more than 200,000 annihilated in the U.S. nuclear bombing of Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Western narcissism is exactly why my students have difficulty accepting that Western civilization contradicts itself at every turn. As the late post-colonial scholar Edward said, in Orientalism 1978, it can be argued that the major component in Europe culture is precisely what made Western civilization hegemonic both in and outside Europe the idea of European identity as superior one in comparison with all the non-European peoples and the cultures. This is insanity and this is the driver that they have to use to keep people fired up. People like this professor, he has to enrage these young students and use this propaganda pitched at them to try and mold them into the next generation of Marxists and that's exactly what this is. This is an unbridled attack on America and all the values that Americans hold. This dude hates America point blank period. And if he didn't have so much vitriol, and if he wasn't such a virulent American hater, then maybe some of his points would hit home. But you're never going to convince anybody of your bullshit if you approach him like this. What you're going to get is snapback like you're getting right here. This belief in Western superiority means always being on the right side of history even though there are plenty of examples of Western irrationality, barbarism, and brutality in its interventions in the Middle East and the rest of the world. Western narcissism means the U.S. and the West will only lift a finger to support the Palestinians if forced to by the world and by their own citizens. That roughly half of Americans ages 18 to 29 believe that Israel is committing genocide in Gaza is encouraging, but by itself not enough to end U.S. and Western complicity in Israel's crimes. Not one single mention of what Hamas was up to. Not one single mention of what triggered it all. Just how bad America, Israel and the West is. And as I've pointed out throughout this whole entire article, that is nothing more than a bunch of BS. Just like the whole entire ideology that this scumbag is trying to pitch. Alright folks, that's going to do it for this one. All of the information that goes with this episode can be found in the description box.